If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. We are not financial professionals, and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only. We are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way. Our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with. This podcast does not represent the thoughts, intentions, plans, strategies of our employers. It only represents the opinions of the authors. If you need specific guidance on your own financial situation, please consult a financial fiduciary professional. Welcome, everybody, to the Money Vikings podcast, number 16, Bob and Jerry. Are you guys there? Happy yes. Halloween. Happy, <laughs> happy post-Halloween, sir. Don't get my hopes mm-hmm. up. Well, actually, mm-hmm. you, guys, you guys will be happy to know that I have a bag. This is, this is no joke right now. I have a bag of um, peanut M&Ms in front of me next to a glass of Chardonnay. Nice. That's, that's how I roll. Good, mix. good, good combo. Mix, good combo. Good yeah. I'm eating a yeah. peanut M M&M right now on the radio. Oh, sweet, delicious. delicious. Can you taste it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not but... a not a sponsor of this podcast, though. Hey, just, <laughs> not you know, a publicly is... traded company, but that's a whole. That's other, true. Uh, that's a whole other show. But yeah. on the show today, guys, all you listeners out there, all three hundred thousand of you, we have a mm-hmm. great show today. We are going. It's forty-two. To... How many? 42,000. All 42,000 of you, we have a great show today because we are going to talk in defense of active stock picking. And the the reason I say this, and we're going to, and we're going to go through a couple of them. We're going to, we're going to take a a look at Spotify. We're going to take a look at Tesla and possibly Google. But the point being here is that you guys know this, but most, most of your mainstream financial gurus will tell you don't pick stocks, right? They're going to tell you, Mm -hmm. they're going to tell you, um, uh, you know, Joe Jane, retail investor, go to an uh, S and P 500 index and just sock it away. And, and to, and, and, and to be honest with everyone, like that is one of my strategies, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, right. I think it's all for all of us, but at the same time, I think it is also beneficial to pick some stocks at times with some of the, some of your money and, um, and uh, you know, go for it. And let me, let me share something with you guys. And I'm, I, so, okay. I'm not saying this because I'm not bragging and there's no genius here. I'm just going to tell you, but I was looking at my numbers the other day. Um, Jerry and I were talking about this. So this is, this is something I want you to know. So $10,000 invested at the beginning of 2020 in an S and P 500 index would be worth how much today? What do you guys think? Ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars at the beginning of at the beginning of the year, and I know it was a weird year, but let's, yeah, I'm just trying. To I'm gonna I'm gonna say twenty. I'm gonna say doubled. No, I'm just gonna not even oh. close. No. Ten. It would be are you, Jerry. Do you want to guess? Well, I mean, I thought the S and P went up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I think it was less than ten percent. I mean, yes. from yeah, you're on the right track. 
it would oh, be wow. Bad. It didn't go that wow. Yeah, so ten thousand ten thousand dollars invested in, in at the beginning of twenty twenty in the S and P five hundred would be worth ten thousand one hundred and twenty dollars today. So, <laughs> yeah, it sorry. sucks. Sorry. So I here's that the deal. I mean, I re- so I realize we're in a so number one. I mean, we're in a pandemic year, and then we have all the we, we're going to have a very exciting show next week. I'm sure because we have an election coming up next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Or 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 it might not be. There's another theory out there that it might not matter at all. But, that might be the, they may they we may need to talk about the VIX on that show. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. But okay. my point is, guys, is that okay? You know, the four hundred one k, my four hundred one k, like did like five percent. But here's the deal: my Robinhood, which is my active, that's my active trading account. I know you guys, you guys use Robinhood or you guys use other things, but in my active trading account, I'm up forty two percent. That's crazy. Forty two percent. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. And Tricky. can you just manage my money and Seriously. just end the show here? <laughs> I'll give you mine. You know, Jerry, I know I, I have no way of ever thinking that I could recreate that. But I did. I did want to break down for you guys. I think just my thinking just real quick, um, because I was I was I was thinking about it. And, I, and I'm I'm a very I'm a very basic guy. I'm not a genius at all. I'm very basic intelligence type guy. But I but here's the deal. I, I think, number one, I did a couple of things. I did research. I, I followed trends and I took profits. I think, mm. I think that's how I would sum up what I did over the course of you. Mm. I, I was actively, and this is where we'll get to our stocks, but I was actively looking for opportunities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did research on those opportunities and I did not let myself get carried away. If I saw that there was like substantial profits and things and I wasn't married to the stock, I took them. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't that's, know, guys. That's uh, that's really good, and that's relatively a new thing for you, right? Because when I met you, you were much more of a buy and hold guy before Robinhood, right? You're right. Yeah, you're right, Jerry. I mean, you got me into Robinhood, and then you and I would go to like Longhorns and kind of show each other our Robinhoods account accounts, and we'd kind of like talk like, "Oh, what are we doing this week?" You know, like we do yeah, on the show. Cool. Yeah, and I've just basically kept doing that. Just I've just missed hanging out with my uh, buddies, yeah. mm-hmm. Longhorns, because of the <laughs> pandemic. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, so so I think that's a good segue though into here's some. We're going to talk about some other stocks. So uh, the first one up is Spotify. Um, mm. Jerry, you want to you want to give us a little overview on what you think of that one? Sure. So when we put this together initially, and we were talking about ideas for uh, this week's podcast, I thought I was going to take maybe the technical view of Spotify, not really look at the fundamentals, because I know uh, you're very good at that and uh, <clears throat> kind of looking at it as a business. But I will say uh, I am a subscriber to Spotify or my whole family is really like the service. I'm not recommending it as a stock pick or anything, but kind of going back to the Peter Lynch kind of buy what you know. I, I really like the service. Uh, it's it's uh, it's just a great service on my walks and to uh, to recommend. It's like having a friend that recommends a bunch of really cool tunes for me. Love it. And the longer I use it, the smarter it gets as to what I like and what I don't like. So it's it's you know I'm kind of paying yeah. for the the AI mm-hmm. and the recommendation engine. That's really what I what I love about it. All that being said, 
Spotify, and I'll put all of these charts on the uh, on the website on on uh, MoneyVikings.com, so people could take a look at them while they're listening. Uh, I'm looking at about a year or so of Spotify, and I've got uh, I, I've used Finviz to recreate the uh, the your graph, and and just kind of looking at it, it looks like uh, you know in March most most of the stocks in the most of the equities, you know, took that hit for COVID and then slowly came up. Spotify just went from maybe I want to say 90 to 270. Wow. Really quickly. Yeah. By July it was, uh, it, I think it may have tapped 300 as a high. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, it's, it's really gone up. Now the way I, I look at these things when I'm, uh, when I'm trying to figure out if a stock that I like is a good purchase or not. There's a number of criteria that I'm looking at. I, I want to kind of know what time frame I'm purchasing it for. And I'm really trying to build my Spotify position for the long term. I'm not looking to day trade this one. Um, and then I'll take a look at the momentum things we talked about on prior podcasts, like the, uh, the moving averages. And, and what it looks like is that Spotify until very recently, until you know last week, this would not have been true if we did this last week or two weeks ago. But very recently, it broke the uh, the fifty moving average and the twenty moving average, obviously, and then the it's it is above the two hundred moving average. So, in in terms of kind of looking at it from a momentum point of view, it's it's still got some room to fall. It's broken kind of the short term trends and it looks like there's either two areas that may support it at right now where it's at, at the date of this recording, it's two thirty nine eighty nine. It is touching the bottom Bollinger band, which is interesting because of the, the Bollinger band bounce. It looks like perhaps if it, if it can bounce off that bottom Bollinger band, it may uh, come back up. And if it doesn't, it'll probably get close to the 200, um, uh, EMA, which is closer to like 220 right now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting. The The other thing too is that on Finviz, it automatically does some computerized TA, technical analysis on any stock that you pull up, which is really awesome. Cool. It's, it's very simple, but uh, it it has highlighted that there is a multiple top. And so it looks like it's tapped somewhere around 290 uh, about two times, actually three times, and that is supposed to be a that's supposed to signal a reversal, which looks like it's happening right now, mm-hmm. and it is going down mm-hmm. towards the uh, the two twenty level. It's headed down. If it breaks the Bollinger Band bottom band and and goes past that, uh, it looks like it could very well uh, go to two hundred or lower. I don't know. Probably That'd be good. a great so, entry point. Yeah, a good entry point at that. It, it would be, yeah, it because, would be, you know, because, you know, when I was looking at Spotify for the show, um, I'm with you. I love the platform. I love the product. I'm a little worried about the entry point right now and the price, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would yeah. be, that would be the, the thing I'd be looking at. Um, and then I see that they are, you know, again, they're one of these companies, they're, they're, their earnings per share. They're not they're Are they turning a profit yet? is it one of those companies that's like growing really fast or are they, are they turning a profit that that would be one? Thing I, I think they're profitable, profit. but I, I do have to check their, uh, their, their fundamentals. I can actually and, and see. tell you right yeah, now. If you can pull it yeah, up. I'll pull it up. So it looks like the, it looks like, um, 29, uh, 
They're actually not. They're not. Their net income uh, Q1, actually net income Q1 was 1.1 million. Then uh, Q2 was negative 392. And then it was negative 118 for Q3. So not necessarily a bad, you know, again. Not a bad thing. Right. No, because it's the it's the it's the Tesla story, right? Yep. I mean, for a Absolutely. long time, the, to get these things up and running, it doesn't make a profit on day one. Right. I mean, it's right. or it's like it's like uh, the stock space. It's like yeah. uh, Virgin Galactic. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think it's like a really cool tool, and um, I don't know what it is, but um, you you got me onto it, Jerry, on on Spotify <laughs> recently, and like I something about the um, interface and everything is really jiving with me. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, more so than other platforms. It's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think they, in, I mean, I, I will say, uh, devil's advocate here, um, is that where I see a challenge with Spotify is there are other companies out there with their platforms, right? You always have Pandora and, and uh, Apple's doing its thing, well, trying to get in that space. Apple has just launched or they you know when they uh, launched the iphone 12 they've made a they've they've also said they're going to re- redo their services packaging mm-hmm. so they have right. itunes music i think it's the same price as spotify for a single user yeah. 9.99 a month and apple is now bundling that or they will soon with apple tv and cloud yep. storage so spotify is at a severe disadvantage because yeah. they're probably going to have to raise their prices to stay and uh to stay uh you know to make money while Apple is lowering prices and, and the Apple music is not necessarily the item that's making Apple a right. lot of money, but it is selling more. It's products. a little bonus feature. And I, and that makes me wonder though, and this is just thinking out loud is that I wonder if this positions Spotify at a point to be a potential buyout candidate, right? Some, mm-hmm. some big name comes out there, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever wants to get in the space, or mm-hmm. even if it is, Let's say Apple, even though they're kind of already in that path, that realm, they they're just eating it up. And that, I just I think to myself, for Spotify to not to to not um, be profitable at this point in time, um, I wonder if it is a, a kind of a, a lifesaver story where they may be set up for acquisition. Food for thought. It's a very good point. For thought. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's your um, date, uh, Jerry? What's your um, entry point? Um, well, I'm very interested in the, uh, the the Bollinger Band right now. I'm going to watch the 239.89 where it's at right now. That looks like the bottom of the uh, the bottom Bollinger Band. And then if it slips through that, I'll I'll look at uh, 220 um, and and maybe uh, pick up some more if it gets that low. Nice. Yeah. A couple other things that uh, I noticed on the chart too. And again, you can bring it up on the. Uh, on our moneyvikings.com site, bring up this podcast and you'll see them all there is the, uh, the bearish crossover mm. on the MACD, which we talked about. So it's definitely going down. And then also on the RSI, the reading is uh 38.27 and it's just going down since the last week. Um, and, and it's getting towards, uh, you know, oversold territory, but it's not there yet. So it looks like it's definitely trending down. And need to see some signs of uh, of a reversal or a bounce before uh, one considers getting back into it. Yeah, nice. I'm looking at it, that's a great yeah, that's a great overview. Um, and I love the I love the criteria that you lay out for how you look at all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, there. Uh, it was good exercise for me just to kind of. I, I think I had done it before, but it's kind of changed over time. 
and I have a few others on Spotify if you're interested, or we could use them on other stocks if you want to move on. It's your it's your choice. Yeah, I mean, let's let's look at some other other stocks. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I'm you know I'm with you with Spotify. I think I think it's a good, you know, it, it's yeah. I I think uh, I think Bob's onto something. Like long term, it seems like a survivor, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. work. It's gonna capture a lot of audience, and then. And then at the end of the day, it's either going to be its own sort of juggernaut or it's going to be like swallowed up by something. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Right. I mean, it's, it's um, it's, I think it's a very valuable service. And I think that's one of the things why some of these companies go through an acquisition is because value is seen and they're, they're acquired because, because of that. And somebody may with the capital can help improve on that service or add it to the, um, to the portfolio you know, of the services mm-hmm. they offer. So it's not, not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. And this is, this is only, this is totally anecdotal because uh, like Jerry just caught me onto Spotify recently, but I'm, I'm a, so I'm a, you guys know, like I'm a huge tech fan, but at the same time, if something for me, it, like in terms of like technology, like on the phone or some app, if it's not easy or intuitive or, and it doesn't have good UX, I get turned off really quickly. Mm. So like mm-hmm. I, that was, that, that's like a lot of times my litmus test is like, how smooth is this transa- this transaction? Like, are there bumps in the road? Are there, are there like places I have to go that I don't, and I found Spotify like so smooth and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, that's a winner because it just, it sucked me in and captured me right away. And I'm like, yeah, that's, they know they're thinking about this stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So that was, uh, so that was cool. Yeah. I, I would, I would just, yeah, on that one, I would definitely find, um, you know, wait for some sort of like artificial, um, you know, artificial drop, like let's say the, whatever, I don't know, whatever happens, let's say there's chaos in the election or, um, they, you know, they, 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 the vaccine, some vaccine, uh, candidate works really well. And then all of a sudden, you know, tech stocks and stuff like this, are, you know, go down really sharply because they're like, Oh, people aren't going to be on Spotify. Anymore. Right, right. Um, I would, I would pick up some. Yeah. Yeah. If mm-hmm. down. Absolutely. Uh, one other point too on Spotify, and I've done this with all the stocks is the, uh, is the volatility ranking is very high right yeah. now. Uh, the tasty trade uh, metric, what they use is IV rank, which shows kind of, it looks at volatility over the past year and compares today to how the volatility was on average over the entire year. And it's 53.8, which means it's very high. Uh, there's a lot of premium in it. It's very volatile right now. The implied volatility for the stock itself is 73.9, mm-hmm. which means that next week at the end of the week, it could either go up, um, $17.95. Sorry, it could it could go up, yeah, $73.90 or down $73.90. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's quite a bit that's of a uh that's a huge range. That's a huge wingspan on that guy. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, huge wingspan. So you want to you want to be careful and know that if you're buying it, you're getting into a stock that's very very uh volatile. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a good that's a good segue cuz I'm going to go into one unless you guys have anything else on Spotify, I was going to go into our next one. Sure. Go. Okay. And our next one, I would actually call uh, not, I would say it's not going to be very uh, volatile and that's Google. And that'd be my guess on that one. Hmm. Um, you're probably wondering why I chose Google. And I, I was, I guess I've been thinking about the, so number one, I think all, I think all three of us are like totally into like tech, right? Like tech investing. Right. Like I, I am like, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I know, I know for me, like there's an, a, there is an emotional part of it too, because 
I feel like it's part of being like part of the future. Like if I invest some of my hard-earned capital, right, into like a Tesla or a Spotify or a Google or whatever, I feel like I'm part of like something that's like advancing the world, you know, yeah. like something's getting easier, people's lives are getting better. So, um, you know, Google, so I was looking at the FANG stocks, you know, the, the classic tech titans, and I was kind of like thinking like, well, is it too late on these things? Are they, you know, are they even worth investing in anymore? Um, and I don't know, my, my research kind of led me to Google. I mean, number one, um, they smashed revenue, um, you know, estimates, right. basically, like crazy revenue. They make huge, you know, what, $51 earnings per share. Um, you know, they make billions of dollars. Um, let me read off this list to you guys. I think you find this interesting. I mean, people typically with Google, I mean, I know you guys are savvy, but people typically just think, oh, it's my search engine, right? Yeah. But I mean, you got to realize now that they became Alphabet, they're a holding company right. for, you know, anytime I was thinking about like how often a company touches your life, right? Think about how often Google. It's scary. It's yeah. scary. It is. It is. It really is. It is scary. Yeah. To <laughs> me, it's like Amazon, like Amazon and Google know so much about me. Like I, they, they, they enhance my life every day. I mean, and so, I, you know, I was looking at this with Google, you have YouTube, you have Android, you have Nest. You have their self-driving unit, Waymo. There's something mm -hmm. called Google Energy. There's hardware and infrastructure. There's cloud. There's DeepMind. Wow. There's Google Maps. I mean, dude, it, it, this guy, this stuff's crazy. Not to mention that you, <laughs> they also they also have um, Calico, which is it's it's a biotech company. But one of the big things that they've been kind of known for is they're they're trying to reverse aging or battle aging. Oh, wow. And it's like, okay. you, uh, you know, know yeah, that. so they, you have, but, and then to go into with deep mind, deep mind is, is it's AI. It's they, um, they have an artificial intelligence that, uh, learns through repetitive behavior like a human would. And so it can sit there, you play chess with it. And this is one of the big things with it. It's beat chess players and, but it beat chess players through active learning where it will actually sit by itself, play a chess match against itself and adapt and learn and keeps doing okay, it. Doing so, it. Dude, this is so scary. So Google is basically going to put us all out of business. Right. So we better own Google stock so that we can survive Seriously. on the Google stock. This, it, okay. That's all I can But this you. is what you have to think. <laughs> this is what, so what people, I, I think what people don't see, this is the bigger picture of it. If you think about it and I'm going to, I'm going to get deep here. We're going to get deep mind. So do it, let's do it. Go, go, They're go just going deep. deep. We're just going deep. Um, so, <laughs> so think about this. Um, a mindset of an individual or, a, or like a, a military mindset, really, when we start talking about you're playing the game of chess, right? You're, you're learning, maneuvering, and adapting to a certain situation to get the upper hand. Bigger scale right. picture you're dealing with a computer system that you are teaching and training through scenarios on how to win. How can that be played across anything in this world, right? We're talking about stock markets. We're talking about production of something, of goods, of a automotive. We're talking about um, consumerism. We're talking about war. We're talking about all these things where you're teaching a system to artificially learn how to win through a simulated repetitive environment that's the deep that's that deep okay, you, blown mind you just 
Okay, Mike, Mike dropped. Seriously. You just made me want to lose all my money in Google. Seriously, I'm right, done. dude? I mean, I'm done. I'm putting it all in Google. I'm done. I, my investing career is over, Dude, guys. that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a Tesla fanboy for life. Like, that'll be, that's my tattoo on my, on my, chum, my stomach. But it's like, it's just stuff like, it's stuff like this, dude, where it's like, you think of this, this higher level picture instead of just like, like you said, it's a search engine, right? think about some of these things that they're doing and really what the potential is. And I know there's there, they try to have safeguards in place, but you, you kind of blew my mind just then, honestly, Mic drop. no, no joke. <laughs> so when we talk about time frame, you're talking about a long time. You're not talking yeah. about day trading. The sucker. No, this so is, this is so a long, for me, yeah. yeah. So Google, so Google for me, so I do own, I do own a few shares and Google for me is like a, yeah, like a 10 year, like hold on to it for, I mean, maybe more, maybe more. but I mean, I'm, I'm like five. I mean, years, Google, like, Google Alphabet, I should say, took over DeepMind in like 2014, 15, 16, 20, like 2014 or something like that. It, it took them over. Um, and I, you got to think about it, it to go further is like you have a search engine that has the largest archive of data and information, right? It's, it, yeah, you just they know everything about everything you feed it to yeah. an artificial intelligence, <laughs> artificial mind. Right. I mean, what yeah. can it do with that? Right you know? now. Now, I'm now here's here's the deal, Jerry. I mean, I'm not saying go willy nilly and buy it like I would. So the, I, what I read is that fair market val, fair market value estimates of a lot of the um, uh, uh, people do the analysis say it's about it's probably uh, fair value is around 1980 a share, 1,009 or 80 a share. It currently sits at what fifteen, sixteen twenty one oh one. Okay, mm-hmm, there we mm-hmm. go. So, um, so it has some upside potential, but I, I still think it's. I mean, it's got probably driven up pretty high over the last few months. I mean, fifty two. Let's see, fifty two week range. It was a thousand bucks fifty two weeks ago. So, yeah. um, it's considerably higher. So, yeah. it's probably nearing that fair value. I mean, and it, this this is going to be one of those stocks that people, you know, this is where you're going to want to use Robinhood and uh, or uh, Cash App and do the. Uh, the fractional shares, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you got, I mean, you know, not a lot of people have, you know, $1,600 laying around. They're like, I don't know what to do with this. Right. Today. I'm just going to throw it at this. <laughs> this looks good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, let's talk about the, the technical yeah. on, yeah. Uh, on Google and just kind of see what we're, what we're looking at. So again, if you go to the uh, moneyviking.com podcast and bring up the, uh, the chart, You'll see it did really well, actually, this past Friday. Very interesting yeah. because most, if, if, uh, if you're listening to this two years from now, <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> the stock market went down quite a bit. And most most everything is, is way down, just kind of election fears, COVID fears, all that stuff, second wave, everything. So, But Google seemed to hold and it was up 3%, 3.5%. $153. Yep. So that's... That's pretty interesting when it when it uh, goes against the overall trend. I noticed uh, that, Jerry, and that was like I looked at that and I was like, that is resilient. Yeah. I see something like that. I'm like, how is that? How is that? How is that equity weathering the storm right now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's always an interesting indicator of like, yeah, every, you, you, I love when you guys send those charts out where like it shows like everything's red and then there's like two green One spots, little. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, Wait, you're always, yeah. You're always like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And, the, and this is the thing with, with oh. Google is that, um, you know, they're not. Lo- it's not looking too bad actually with, with what happened on Friday. Um, you know, the yeah. RSI is sitting at a, at a pretty much a midpoint. It's a, it's above fifty, but it's it's not in the seventy range. It's not even at sixty. 
Stole my thunder. Oh, sorry. Stole sorry, my thunder, sorry, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, well, let me add. Jerry, let me add something to what you're saying. Jerry, let me add something about what you're saying to the whole thing about how you said it, it weathered the storm on Friday. Because not only that, let me add to what you're saying because it it um also it was a week that they got slammed by Congress. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Last yeah, week is the week that they, and... they they got their asses spanked by Congress. The little fake, uh, you know, drama yeah. show that they do yeah. up there, where they they bring up the tech titans and they all tell them what bad boys they yeah. are. Right. And, uh, you know, and then they and basically then they, walk and then they put more money into them. Make another billion. More money into them, and then they're just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Then they make another yeah, billion right, dollars. Right. I mean, it's like a funny yeah. little thing. So. Right. We know how it goes. <laughs> so from a from a moving average point of view, everything looks great for Google. It's uh. You know the the fifty, the two hundred, the twenty. It's all above all of those. The uh, the MACD also just had a. Uh, it looks like it's going in the right direction. I think it had a bullish crossover, and the histogram starting to get a little bigger. What is interesting, though, and not bullish, is there is a giant dreaded head and shoulders pattern mm-hmm. that is emerging since uh, July through October. Yep. And if you look at the chart, uh, Finviz drew a H where the head is, and then L for left shoulder, R for right shoulder in purple on the chart. So it looks like Friday, though, it busted out of that. So maybe that invalidates the whole head and shoulders I, theory. Yeah, I don't and know. I think that, I mean, the thing you'll see on it is that the candle, the daily candle, though, that you do see a pullback um, to uh-huh. to come back down. Uh, yeah, it, close just, below. It's such a the weird, right for, so you definitely have to keep an eye on it um, because if you see, um, you know, the MACD and stuff like that starting to curve back up uh, over the signal line, which is positive, but if you start to see it roll back down, it could it could start falling into that spiral of head and shoulder formation. <laughs> yeah. And, and so just to clarify, cause people do this a lot. They just say head and shoulders, but then they don't explain right. what it means. It's, it's bad. bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. If, if you see, if you see the full, you know, right shoulder kind of forming, the implication is that it's, it's going to go down consolidation a lot. And, and it's going to, yeah, you'll see it. You'll see a drop off. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a potential of, you know, hundred plus dollars per share. Now, a couple other metrics on it. There's the uh, IV rank, which is 43.1. Anything above 30 is pretty good for doing iron condors and strangles if you were going to want to play the election. And, and, you know, there's a lot of volatility. This is amazing for after Mm -hmm. earnings uh, to be this high. So that's something to watch. And then the IV itself is uh, 50%, which means it could go up or down 89 points on uh you, you know through the next week so that's just also wow. something to to take into account now the, the yeah. one other thing i i like to do on my criteria before i purchase a stock is i like to look at how it compares to the uh, s&p 500 it's like why would i take this risk in an individual stock if i could have just bought spy the s&p 500 etf and and had all this diversification and maybe made more money uh, but that's not the case with Google. It beat the SPY by uh, 20% yeah. over the year. But one interesting thing, though, is if you dive one level deeper and you go into the uh, technology sector, which I believe is XLK, right? It's XLK? Do you guys know? Uh, for those, I think XLC no. is communication. XLK yeah, is Yeah, I'm more familiar tech. with the Vanguard and the Fidelity funds, but yeah, okay. I would know. Yeah. So take this with a grain of salt, but in my research, it looked like Google did 1% worse than 
had you just bought the XLK ETF yeah. on January 1st. Oh, interesting. But but only 1%, right? Yeah. So, okay. so about similar similar. Yeah, you got to look at yeah. dividends and see maybe they maybe they comes out even in the wash. The other thing is the the correlation. I do like to look at the correlation with the S&P 500. So, you have to look at the portfolio portfolio you already have today and what your goal is. Do you want to mirror uh the S&P 500 and have the, you know, the same amount of tech and the same amount of health and, or do you want to be more aggressive in any one sector or another? Google correlates with a dot eight one point eight one percent which one is an exact correlation. 0.81 is very high, statistically mm. significant. And so it's interesting. If you buy Google, it's very similar to buying spy. So just keep that in mind interesting. when okay. you're, uh, when you're uh, backing up the truck. That is interesting because, yeah, in a way, Google touches so much right. of our economy and our lives. I, I couldn't see how it wouldn't mimic the overall, like, what's going right. on in the Zeitgeist, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> At the end yeah. of the day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff I'm reading, you know, yeah, Alphabet, it's called Alphabet, but Alphabet's a sound long-term investment. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I love where you're going, Jerry. And, you know, Bob, I do want, I want to call Jerry the – the Mac, the Mac D. I want to call him the, the Mac, Mac D. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I want to start that today. Yeah. Let's call him the Mac D. But uh, I like what the Mac D is doing there with like comparing this to the S and P five hundred because you could take your ten thousand dollars and make it into ten thousand one hundred and twenty, uh, or Just you saying, could have invested right? in Google. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you take the safe <laughs> bet, and that's the uh, definitely uh, maybe maybe a little more boring uh, safe I, bet, and and. Or you can lose more hair in your life and, and invest directly. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, and I don't want, and I, and I know I say this all the time. You guys will be like probably rolling your eyes, but like, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like all three of us do the boring yeah. investing. Yeah. Like that's not yeah. our point. Our point, our point is not to say like, don't do that. Like my do both. point is do both. Do both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do, yeah. Do, do the, there's, do the boring. Right. Different thing. buckets. You know, yeah. my 401k is, is buckets. not the same as right. my uh, Tastyworks account by any means. Yeah. By any means. Yeah. Bingo. And, and, and I, and I think, and I think, you know, Jerry, you or Mac D sorry, Mac D all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> <Please don't worry>. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you got me into this over the years because when you were starting out with the options stuff, you know, at first I, I was a little, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, ah, oh, why, you know, why would I do that? Cause, cause all I hear from the gurus is buy the spy, you know, buy the Vanguard 500. Yeah. Why am I, why am I, why am I thinking about this? Right. Yeah. And I get it for, for some people and probably for most, it's like, they don't want to think about it. They're, they're too busy. And I get it. They're too busy trying to live their life. They're too busy mm-hmm. having fun. They're too busy raising their family. Got it. Okay. But if you have the interest and a little bit of the time, find those stocks that you're interested yeah. in and do the work, right? I mean, do the research, dive in. There's, dude, I mean, you got, you guys know this because, and you know, Bob, I mean, because, because uh, Jerry and I are a little <laughs> bit older than you, like, you, his, his, well, this is, the reason, this is the reason I say this. No, you'll understand what I'm going to say. You'll understand what I'm going to say. Jerry and I, when Jerry and I started out with investing, I mean, it was kind of the dark ages, like it would like, because we started over 20 years ago now. Okay. And all, there are so many tools available now that I can't believe are available to right. people starting out. I mean, the, the, the amount of, it would, you know, back when, I, I mean, Jerry, maybe you had a different experience, but 
right when I got out of college, I started investing and I started sort of like look, getting into all this stuff. And, you know, it was kind of hard to find information, I felt. I mean, the internet was, you know, kind of coming coming aboard, but there wasn't... A no, it was, the, it was the newspaper. There it was in, a, you know, the newspaper. There, there wasn't magazine. a morning... That's, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. Had to, you, yeah. That's yeah, true. Had, it would be like money magazine you were calling or on your, your rotary dial phone um, and, you know... Yes, actually, you, you hit, Bob, yeah. Bob, you hit the nail on the head. That's what it was. I didn't, at the time, when Jerry and I were starting out, we didn't have, like, a, a financial advisor to talk with or bounce ideas off of. Like, no. you know, and now you can, like, like that's what, that's a lot about the Money Vikings is about. What we're doing right now, you form a group, right. you form a team, and you start bouncing the ideas, you start yeah. stress testing your ideas off of other people and your friends, hopefully, and you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, no, I started awesome. with a lot of mutual funds, probably paying a lot more in fees than I needed to, but I felt like that was the smart thing to do and just not mess with money. I don't know about money. I shouldn't, I shouldn't make any money decisions. Right. What if I lose it all, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I heard Tom Sosnoff say this, that wall street or, you know, the investment firms, they capitalize on this fear yeah. of losing money to get you to buy their funds and their ETFs and invest with them and not do your own yeah. homework or not do your due diligence. Bingo. They, I, I think, I think you nailed it. I mean, I, Tom I, did. Tom did. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, honestly, you're, yeah, you're onto something. And I, I think both of us, Jerry, and I mean, I, I did too. Like I had short stints, into that world um, when I was entering the workforce. Um, and then I've had experience with family members now with um, various financial advisors. And I, I'm not, hey, it's a great profession, okay? I'm sure a lot of the people are good people. They're doing a good job. But at the same time, you know, a reasonably intelligent person that wants to apply themselves yeah. can really learn this stuff. And don't think that that financial advisor, A, always has your best interest at heart, and B, don't always think that they know more than you. A lot of them, actually, they're kind of just really good with people. And at the end of the day, they've got a bunch of like PhDs in the back room that are just th cranking out ideas to them. Like, well, you know, oh, with this risk if, profile. Uh, hold on, but, but let's you know, go. Let's, let's kind of take a step back to Google. They now have um, smart software out there that can actually analyze the market and trends without a human interaction or engagement. And you can set parameters in that program to trade for you without you even doing anything. No, you can, we, yeah, we could, we could, I, you and I, you and I it's could do it right algorithms? now through or... certain investment platforms. Like, um, I think trading, uh, trade station, I think has something like that. You can set parameters in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They have scripts you can download and, and try them out. Yep. Which is why backtesting is so important. Yeah, and we could do a podcast on that at some point where you come up with the theory whenever there's a bullish crossover on the MACD, you know, buy 10 shares and then sell when the RSI yep. goes you below can tell 50 what to do. or something like that. And you could see how wow. it would have done over the past 10 years. You know, guys, I do want to live in a world where right? I Seriously. do my trading. Why? <laughs> I, hey, I'm just I don't know if I want to do up, that. Why I, I am no? very nervous. I wouldn't even want another my, person my to do my shipping. trading. When, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'll take that back. I hear what you're saying, Jerry. I, you know what? I would think of it again, the same way I just talked about it. 
it would be one aspect of my strategies, right? Sure. It would, it would be, again, that would be another bucket, right? I'd have a bucket where it'd be like, that's the algorithm bucket. There's the one where I like to do the trading. There's the buy and hold and there, there's the algorithm that's, uh, you know, and you mm -hmm. have them compete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, have them compete. But Bob, that was pretty brilliant, Love man, it. how you brought oh, that God. full circle. Because man, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to touch on the fanboy section. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll do that next time. So yeah, next 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 show it. we'll do a deep dive on Tesla um, and others. But uh, hey, guys, any any parting words or last words? Yeah, I have a correction oh. I need to make about Spotify. I said that the uh, that the implied volatility. Uh, was much higher, or, or the the expected move was much higher. So the implied volatility percent is seventy three point nine, and that means that it could move this week up or down uh, about eighteen mm. bucks, give or take. So okay. that was that's much less okay. than I had stated earlier. I just wanted to. You're good. Oh, now you're I good, don't man. have to do an edit later. I do. Ha I do have a parting um, oh. Uh, oh, okay. public service announcement. Hey guys, America. Seriously. There's an election coming up. Everybody, right? Chill. I'm not. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not going to say. I thought you say everyone vote. 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 Every, yeah, <laughs> vote. Vote. Chill out. Vote, 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 as well. <laughs> vote, vote. Vote as well. But vote. Vote. Vote and then chill. Okay. I'm serious. Everybody needs to chill. Okay. Is is Warren Buffett right now selling all his investments in a mad dash because something crazy is going to happen? No, no, no he's, not. He? no. he's not. Drink okay. my he, he's not. He's chilling my right now in his billionaire. <laughs> He's chilling yeah. and he's reading and enjoying himself. Okay. So like, I'm just saying everybody chill out. Yes. It's an election year. They always get wacky. This one's a little more particularly wacky. We got a, we got COVID-19 going on, but I, be it, safe. this is chill. what I always think We're about. Gonna get through this, this. Is what I always think about is that this is, this is a grandpa moment. Grandpa, grandpa told us that since they can remember in presidential elections, they always, you've always heard about how it's going to be the end of the world it's something with like Hitler or socialism or um, things are going to happen. Yeah, they always way, heard it. Way. And he said, you know what? At the end of the day, nothing happened. He said, life moved on. The sun came <laughs> up and went down the next day. Yeah, there's some rocky things in the market. Maybe some little civil unrest, but you're breathing air. Life moves on. You get into the next one. And it's just just I love it. but go out the world's not over family, let's not be at a show's next about it it's it's kind of ass nine yeah we're gonna yeah. get through this so yep i love it i just want to go on out on that note jerry well nah. put well put, put hank i love you <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely all right, all right my brothers take it easy take care take care thanks for everybody absolutely. listening out there we really appreciate you yeah but yeah thanks bye, bye.